welcome to another episode of Rage Care Studio. The podcast is Halloween time. Oh, yeah. It's the October episode. Are y'all? Well, it's been October, but <laughs> we haven't really talked about all the things that are October. Like, why is October so special? <laughs> because pumpkin chai lattes. Pumpkin spice lattes. I don't drink them, so I don't know what they're called. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's the start of fall. Leaves start changing. The weather starts cooling down. Picking so, apples. Um, it's also pumpkin everything. I love everything pumpkin. Whether it's pumpkin pie. <laughs> you mean you mean just pumpkin pie? I mean, I could do all, it just pumpkin all pie. of it. Everything that's pumpkin, and it's also Oktoberfest. Pumpkin beer, on. pumpkin beer. Yeah, they got that good. What was that that, uh, that lager? What's that guy's name? Oh, Sam Adams. Sam Adams. They got all this Oktoberfest yeah. stuff, and then also a big holiday. It's probably one of my favorite, Halloween. It's, it's the one where you get to dress up. It's the one you get to be playful outside. You don't have to be mature in public. <laughs> yeah, hot mess. Yeah. Get your drink on in your costume. But yeah. Get warm. And that time you had like on a, a pajama. When did you wear a pajama costume? <laughs> so yeah, we went to this uh, beer garden in Astoria. And it, they had the... It's called the silent parties where you rent out... Um, a headset like headphones and there's and... three DJs three stations there's a yellow a green a blue and then you switch between them depending on what kind of music you want to listen to and but most of the time you're just like telling people to like you're pointing oh, at no, your you ears can see, well you can see what channel most people are on the red channel was like the popular well backtrack so these three DJs one is playing like top 40 one is playing like 80s hits the other is like EDM or something so it's like three different DJ types so you can switch between the they take stations. turns they take turns and then sometimes they do it together like they had like they pick do a they? channel I don't yeah remember. it's been a while you it, know it, you know me and my memory but <laughs> anyway this this was outdoors so of course I mean it was kind of like chilly ish so I I took a stitch pajama but tell me about what you and Nanette dressed up as Oh, but why is got? We were just talking about your pajamas. Oh, uh, was Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. And <laughs> anyway, it was, yeah, it was great because it was simple. It was warm. It was warm. Yeah, that <laughs> nice was, and fuzzy. It was like a that was a teddy bear. That yeah, was like a yeah. I was giving people hugs, <laughs> and then I got sweaty. So then it's now good. <laughs> but wait, back to you though. <laughs> I was well. I wore a jacket. Yeah, and it was but uh, but it was a, a it was a well, you and Annette did a couple's yeah, costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, because she already had a leather jacket. Annette got all the leather, all I mean, it's chains, she's leather. Like she's got chick. it. Yeah. But uh, I went and bought a jacket at Party City. I love it. <laughs> it came yeah. with a scarf. It came with a jacket. Because I was a pink lady. Yes, from Greece. I love I love Greece. Greece too, even more. <laughs> 
But that's just that's just that's, a matter. That's of, probably another episode. That's, why you love these two more than Greece one? That's just the whole matter of which one you saw first and how old you were and like, did it speak to you? I mean, because like Greece two was for you know the, for the dork boys. Greece two was for like the guy who couldn't get the girl. Greece two was like oh. the guy who had to work his way up to being a biker. It was you know Greece one had the boys with douches already. Like they yeah. were just they were bras. Bras. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, so I was a pink lady, and it was a T bird. It was great. That was fun. You that guys looked amazing, and it was outdoor. Yeah, no, that was, was even better. Like, thank goodness it was like nice weather, no rain or anything like that. But it was so, such a good. We time. gotta go back to that one. How come is that still even open? Yeah, that uh, Bohemian Beer Garden is is still open. It's one of the oldest beer gardens in New York City. Um, the other one. They used to do a lot of silent parties too at Studio Square. Yeah. That one closed down. I think they uh, made it a big WeWork. It's a giant. What's WeWork. a WeWork? You know where you like set up an office. But all that space, all yeah, that open it's space. Yeah, WeWork. They just made it into a WeWork. I don't know. Yeah. That was a lot of open. Like there was that was outdoor. There are outdoor WeWorks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I I don't know how they're using the space. I've never been, but okay. I, I see on the map. I check on Google Maps and oh. it's like a WeWork headquarters, maybe. I don't know. But another fun Halloween we did oh. was... Uh, there was a, there's been a few. What, what, uh, uh, fun what do we do now? Oh, come on. You forgot <laughs> about this one? We did uh, PS1. They were like... Uh, Ew, yeah. It was in the courtyard. They set up like little uh, dome and all these cool Halloween costumes. That was insane because in the dome they had uh, acrobats. They had... A DJ set it was, up. It was. They might as well have been tightrope walkers. They, but they weren't. They were like on swings. But they were the go-go people. But yeah, they were go-go. It was amazing. The stuff. costumes. People went all out. Those are art. Yes. And each costume was an art installation. It was. It was, it was, it was in a museum. But the people right. went like, if you want to see people go all out on these costumes, this isn't just like go to a club where whatever the slutty nurse kind of costume. This no, is no, like no. these are like elaborate. elaborate jinx. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, that one, and I think the other one I really liked was that one at the one? PS one. One, yeah. I was Sully. Oh yeah, so you were wearing a pajama. Though. I was. <laughs> so I copied. I was you Monsters Inc. I was Monsters Inc. Sully. He had a tail. Oh, he had was, like. He had the little. Had the horns on. Yeah. Horns and the ears and the makeup, and I painted my beard blue, and like it. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. And then I found like a whole posse of. Monsters Inc. No, yeah. they were like Monster? Barney's. It was oh. like Rainbow Barney's. They were just like different colored dinosaur guys. I'll tell you the truth, I don't remember. <laughs> and the cheerleaders with the jock straps. It was. Oh yeah. wow, you remember a lot. That, oh I, yeah, I was a knight, I think, right? Yes, knight. Yeah. And we went with Martha. two other friends. Yeah, yeah Milton. Martha, Martha, Martha was a nun. She was so afraid to be a nun. <laughs> she thought she was gonna get. Sacrilege. She thought she was gonna get stoned or, yeah. or attacked or. No. <laughs> I think the other fun Halloween year was when I was Power Ranger. I, I was the Blue Ranger, and you were the Wolverine. I, I was Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh my God, the Diana! Thing is, I just remember that one picture that we have that uh, we're all posing, right? And Diane, our friend, she was she hosted. She hosted. Diane hosted. Okay. And she was Chun Li. She looked. Diane is gorgeous, but she looked so good as Chun Li. Yeah. And uh, 
I was Logan Wolverine. I had like the flannel with the claws and the cigar and oh, yeah. cowboy boots. Old school Wolverine. <laughs> and I was a Blue Ranger. And we have this picture where it seems like, I guess the way we're posed, my hand is extending into like uh, Diana's hand, right? I'm like in a, the middle. I'm in the middle. So you're you're, on, the, you're on one side. She's on the other. But your hand is extended and her arm is extended. So it looks... And so it kind of looks like one continuous long blue arm. Yeah, it's it was like... great. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, I think those were the more memorable. Oh, my gosh. And then the one with the Ninja Turtles where we... We made them. Freaking... So... I don't know if you guys know, Ray doesn't like uh, buying all this stuff like (laughs) on, on, um, you know, Party City. It's all like cheaply made. It's all like crappy stuff. So I was like, Ray, let's do Ninja Turtles. And he's like, well, we're not going to buy this. We're going to make it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) But it wasn't like expensive. We got spray cans. Like we got two color cans. And we went to Home Depot. We got the styrofoam boards to make the shell, the turtle it, shell. It was of. the stuff that you put on the playground floors. Yeah. So that well, I was reading, I was reading online, and that's yeah. a lot of cosplayers use that to make armor, because oh, yeah. it's pliable. Because you can, if you got a, if you have a heat gun, you can yeah. just make it bend, and then once it's bent, it kind of stays in that form, and it's light, and it's easy to wear. And that was Basically, perfect. I was just his assistant. I don't know any of this crafting <laughs> stuff, but Ray's amazing at it. He's such a good improviser. If he sees something, he can totally just make it. And then, uh, of course, we went over to uh, our friend Barbara's house, and Barbara's mom is a and we seamstress. Used all the all her tools, right? To to get the paint and all that on the shells, and we were able to spray paint out in the yard because we don't. There's no. I don't have a yard here no, in Manhattan. There's no. I'm in a building. Right. Here in the city, it's not like, you know, the suburbs. But, um, and then, yes, Barbara's mom made all our like, pads and the pads. Uh, she made the knee pads, elbow yeah. pads with the, the three section, like the, the Ninja Turtle toys. Right. That's on the, yeah. It was perfect. And then the shells, we had to make the shells and the fronts. And those were attached. I don't know what the hell. What, what did I use? Some kind of netting? It was, we also had, um, we had it was like rubber, like straps, kind of like book bags. We wore them like book bags, and we were with Richie at this point. But um, at this time, we we so it was the three of us being Ninja Turtles, and we needed a Donatello. So I bought no, a little I, tiny. I, I, hey, hey, hey! I was Donatello. Oh my bad. Because he makes machines. Leonardo. <laughs> we were missing Leonardo then. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. So we didn't have a Leonardo. Richie so. was Michelangelo. I was Raphael. Um, so I bought a little Leonardo to carry around, like a keychain thing. And the hashtag was Leo can't hang. Yeah. On On Halloween. (laughs) That was a good one. That was a random night, too. We followed Clint. We went to skateboard house. (laughs) There was like 20 kids that lived in a loft that had a skateboard. Of course, in Brooklyn. (laughs) Oh, and Karen. Karen was Maleficent. Beautiful. Oh, she, she was, she rocked it. Yeah. She looked amazing. But, uh, wow, yeah, it's been a lot of fun Halloweens. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what else is special about October? What happened in October? It's also, well, two things. It's our work anniversary. Yes. And, which coincides with my anniversary of moving up to New York City. So, Aww. can you guys believe I've been living up here 11 years now? 
Ay, I mean, you've been working at the same place for 11 years. El viejito. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, now I'm a ya. true New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> over exactly. here, over here. Well, yeah. in New York, like over here. I can't even oh do gosh, it. I'm trying to do like Linda. I want to do Linda, but I can't remember oh. like, what I want to say. I can't get it. <laughs> We've got to watch some like, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> So I could get it, get into it right before our episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna need you to do a whole episode as Linda. Maybe that's where you should be for Halloween I, this year. <laughs> I don't know. I have red glasses. You do. You could totally rock it. <laughs> I think I would be Dewey from DuckTales 2017, which was such a great show, you guys. Oh my god. He was all about that I DuckTales. Will, I love Dewey. <laughs> Dewey do night. I'll host my show. <laughs> Um, that was really good. That's the I mean, cartoon I'm a, was great. I'm a big cartoon guy. Like I, I watch cartoons. Like I don't. So, so t- tell the public about you know you were watching this cartoon. You were like, tell oh, me I was watching it. this for yeah. I started watching it when it came out three right. three years ago or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is really good. I and, I and liked then, it because of the cast. So there was a lot of people from SNL did the voices. Yeah. And that kind of started me going because they had they reenacted the song on youtube so i saw all these people who were cast on the show singing the song on youtube and i was like whoa i like these guys are all really funny comedians already and david tennant was scrooge so i'm like oh this this has to be good this has to be he's irish scottish i always get them confused this why is it always like a test (laughs) i don't know (laughs) one of those scrooge McDuck is Sc- Scrooge McDuck is Scottish. Irish. Scottish. <laughs> we'll get back to you on Scrooge that. Scrooge is Scottish. <laughs> well, David Tennant, I'm not sure. Scottish, he is. Okay. Or something. You know what? No, don't. So then I watched it and I kept saying, you got to watch the show. It's really cute. And, and I have it. this thing, you guys, where... He won't listen to me. It's not just you. It's just everybody me. that tells me to watch something. It's not till I hear it. From, from five people. people. Okay, maybe five. So, <laughs> he, you even sat me down to watch an episode. And I was like, meh, whatever. It's the same thing with Avatar. There were... Melvin, my brother, told me to watch Avatar. And I watched one episode with him and I was not into it. It was... The episode I vividly remember was Avatar Day. So, they had the giant uh, Kyoshi thing and I was like, this it is It was so a silly, silly episode, yeah. Right. And then I didn't watch it for another year until another friend sat me down and forced me to watch them. And then I finally got into it. And then the that rest was, is history. That was my nephew was so young at that point. And it was on Nickelodeon. And he started watching. I was watching whatever he watched. So I was doing the Blues Clues. I did Bob the Builder. I, you, like Barney? Or was no, that he, did, he, didn't, he didn't do Barney. Barney, okay. he was too young for that. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's stages of stuff like that. And he was... Luckily, he was born after Barney's heyday. Yeah, he came. He was coming up on like Teletubbies. Oh, that but, was, <laughs> but see, I, that was, yeah. But I wasn't. Uh, thankfully, Teletubbies didn't really stick. But Blues Clues and Bob the Builder were big. And then Avatar. And Avatar, and like we, we did one. His birthday theme was Avatar. Oh, great! I it, would love to see if you have pictures of how. I mean, 
Ray's also a great decorator. <laughs> they call him up for last minute birthday decorations. It's like when you get invited to birthday parties, <laughs> and they're like, "You oh. gotta." And I try not to show up early because that's then you just end up decorating. But I, they still, it's like they save it for me to walk through the door. <laughs> they tell you it's early. I mean, they tell you the time, thinking you're gonna be there early later, but it's actually you arrive earlier so you can decorate. It's a trap. It's, yeah, a, trap. it's a trap. So back to Ducktales. So then I finally got into it, and then I was obsessed. And then you're always like, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> See, <laughs> I told you so. But it was also kind of a short series. There was only three seasons. Yeah, and it didn't all air uh, right away. You had to wait months in between. But you missed all that because you kind of oh caught it up. On... So I started, I think, I was watching it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, they had seasons one and two. And then I think by the time I reached the end of season two, they were finishing up season three um, yeah. on TV and you watched it live or you were watching it, you know, since it aired. Um, but on Disney Plus, we had to wait, I think, a few months before I was able to watch it. Um, and then. So that's your costume is Dewey. Dewey. This I is why he's inspired Doug. to do Dewey. I love Dewey. Because otherwise, I mean, we can go. We have episode on Ducktales. We got an episode on Avatar. Like, oh my gosh, we will is... have to talk about Avatar <laughs> some more because it was Korra, so all of that. Much. But uh, basically, you want to be Dewey. That's fine. Yes, because he was funny. Yes, he's my favorite. Also, blue's <laughs> my favorite color. But not just that. His personality was like, I feel like I'm yelling in the mic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're you're yelling anyway. Ah! Go... <laughs> is this delirium? <laughs> By the way, we should be sponsored by Tremens Delirium Pale Ale because that's... every time we get on here, it calms our nerves a little bit. Because <laughs> so we're able to, to relax talk. somewhat <laughs> and get and... get this done and talk and yes. engage and be pleasant and be happy and be energetic. Right. And it's a, you need a little bit of liquid courage, you know. That absolutely it's a little bit. Yeah. So October, folks, is great. It's the best month ever. Well, besides Christmas and February, my birthday month, my birthday month. But I can't believe 11 years have gone by. Okay. It seems like yesterday. Oh, uh, I packed my bags from Maryland. How far? Look how far we've come. Yeah. And I think uh. that was it. That was a big jump. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> Still going. <laughs> Make me break into some Shania. Who's, who sings that song? Still, still the one. <laughs> <laughs> You're still the one. But yeah, and then that's it, guys. We're gonna move on to the next segment, comics. All right. So, which comic came out this week? Just one, thankfully. It's just X Men Four. That's it. Pepe Larraz, an amazing cover. I mean, there there's always varied covers, but I love his headless horseman take on Cyclops. That was pretty, that was interesting. Cool. Yeah, the coloring is great. I mean, it's just, and even the interiors. Even though he didn't do this one, Javier Pina covered. Yeah, he uh, covered. And he did a pretty good job. Artist, and it it looks really good. I must say. Yeah, totally happy with that. Yeah. And the story. <laughs> so. It's it's October. I mean, that's the theme of even the issue, right? With the pumpkins. Even the scene when they talk about chill is in the air. They got the pumpkin with the cyclops face cut out. Like he just got the that one eyeball. Good, 
I thought that was a cute touch from the artist. He got Sunfire with his pumpkin latte, just watching TV. <laughs> There's a theme. There's a it's theme setting throughout. It's setting the the setting. It's setting the it's setting. Setting the scene. <laughs> it's setting the scene. So let's. It starts with Nightmare. Nightmare's the villain. He's the antagonist in this issue. He's running amok in the city because Doctor Strange is dead. There's a theme. There's something going on. It's a story going running through most comics that Doctor the death of Doctor Strange. Do you know? Did you cheat? Did you like look on the no. internet how he died? No. Oh, what happened to Doctor Strange? No, I didn't. No, you didn't I did. I didn't. You usually do. You're really good. I <laughs> I just I'm sticking to the X Men. Like I okay. It's it's a financial decision because <laughs> you could. It, they're doing really well at tying things together where you can go from one run to the other, one comic series to the other, and still feel like you're in one universe. They're getting better at that, and that's scary. Because, like, I don't want to have to go around and buy well, other the books. the whole Empire thing was a big crossover, too. And that did include the X-Men. Yes, especially Sword. Sword, yes. Well, they deal with all space... Anything dealing with space. But anyway, so this is X-Men 4, and Nightmare is the antagonist. He's going around, living it up, sucking up negative energy. He's like, yes, you're hurt. Yes, you cheat on your husband. Yes, like he's just like sucking all the bad stuff. And he's like, goes by that big Maraca house that the X-Men live in. And he's like, oh, right here. This is where all the juice is at. He's got these, he runs right into gene and scott's room and he's like lays down between them and he's like feeling all their, their <laughs> nightmares <laughs> or not not so much nightmares because i guess part of his ability is to bring about your worst, worst nightmares fears but it's, your but it's fears things that anxieties. like there are fears and anxieties that we all carry with us always all the time it's just what it is but like he, he, am, he, am, he amplifies it and scott's nightmares are about disappointing people disappointing xavier disappointing Magneto, disappointing Gene, disappointing Emma, abandoning his child, being wrong. <laughs> it's it's a lot. Heavy heavy is the head that the crown sits on. Is that how it goes? Something like that. But uh and then Gene. Gene's nightmares are about murdering people as a phoenix, murdering a race. Uh, the one I picked up was Emma throwing shade. Oh, in her that's dream. that was the best part of <laughs> So Emma <laughs> Emma's like, did you make this outfit? To Jean, you know, the Marvel girl. And she's like, up. yes, do you like it? Um, Emma responds by saying, it's not for me or for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good burn. That outfit has to go. I, it has to go. I don't go. know why they keep using it. That was a funny moment with Jean's costume, but this whole issue was kind of like a Jean flex. It was... You know, Nightmare's Gene doing focused. this. Absolutely. He's messing with Scott and Gene. He's just, you know, enhancing their their fears or their their nightmares, making it worse than, than they are. And then he gets a, a whiff of Laura Kenny, of Wolverine. And she's... That was really interesting because we had never gotten into her head in terms of how she feels about Sink and coming back from the vault and the whole... She has nothing. She has no idea what went on during that time. And he reveals that she's aware that she's unaware. <laughs> she's aware that she doesn't know. But she's also aware of Sink and the way he's been behaving 
and she knows something's up. She knows something's going on, and she's even to the point of like romance. Like she knows that it went that far because he says that she's afraid to love him, and I don't know if how she's getting all those vibes from him because she has nothing. She's a blank slate. You know, she all her memories are from before she went in the vault and then after she came out. Nothing that happened in there over the hundred something years that they were stuck in there are a part of her memories at all. But it was something that they brought up in this comic was that easily a a, a psychic can just bridge that gap and, and But she doesn't want she doesn't want to ask. The thing is it's all about consent. It's it's consent and you can't go into somebody's mind and reveal truths to them or even it's it's supposed to be wrong. I mean, it depends on what telepath you're dealing, dealing with because maybe Emma might... Well, no, that's just the thing. Wolverine doesn't want... Either she knows something's up, but she's too scared to go that far, I guess, to, to get those memories, and she's just hesitating, basically. So it's just interesting because I'm glad that there is something on her half, on her part towards that because that might lead to something happening between her and sync and that would be nice so so and then that's jean puts a stop to nightmare's fun she's she, such a killjoy because <laughs> nightmare was living it up he was <laughs> she, having so much fun there was a there was a scene i guess he passes by some neighborhood and he hears the screams of the person having a nightmare and he's just like in such a glee smile crying it was so beautiful <laughs> <laughs> no, she just she snatched him. She totally just like grabbed him by the neck, spun him around. She's totally. like, no. <laughs> and that was it was nice. And he's like, I'm above you because he's I suppose he's more of a magical being. He's not really something like the Shadow King where he exists on a psychic plane or anything of that sort. So he's on a whole nother level. And he's like, no, you can't see me. You can't. I can't. You're I'm so much more than you. And she's like, no, you're not. You're like, and then all the <laughs> She pulls him out of the the situation he's in with with uh, Laura Kenny, and they go up to the. Then they're on the roof. They're on the roof of the Morocco, <laughs> and and they're fighting. And you see like multiple jeans. Like you see her in different costumes. And at one at one point he's like, "No, you cannot defeat me." And next thing, you see Jean looking like Rita Repulsa just zapped her because now she's huge. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's just ginormous. <laughs> She's like, get out of here! And she's—it was just basically that. It's like she's, she's kicking his ass. Like he's just—I don't know that he ever dealt with a telepath before. I'm not sure on Nightmare's history. He's so he's. Didn't she say, "Tell him I'm an Omega level telepath and telekinetic"? She said a lot to him. Yeah. She also, you know, he's trying to make her live her, her worst nightmare. She's like, "I've already done this. I've gotten past it." I and then she goes into her whole like uh, speech. That she gave for the gala event like why she should be nominated to be an x-men and you know how she is so full of hope and it was very inspiring speech so this is what she used against him hmm. so just to get him past focusing on her what he might think to be her nightmares or her weaknesses so the next scene is in sleepy hollow do you know if the x-men have um like cemetery lots for their dead X-Men in Sleepy Hollow. Is <laughs> that where they bury their dead? I, I don't know that there's any precedent for that. I don't know how how many people are buried in Sleepy Hollow. I, 
I just thought it, it was, was a very specific. I, I guess that's how they tied in the cover. Maybe. But, but that's where Nathan or Cable is buried. And they went and dug up his grave. They're tur- who's they? Oh, I'm sorry. The reporter who's been on their ass this whole time trying to figure out how these people keep coming back or why they're not dead. They're doing this investigation. And... Ben Yurik. So the, they say that the body has been... Exhumed. It's not there anymore. It's not there. The body's not there, and he's just taking notes. He's like, "Thank you." And it was pretty quick, but it's building up. They just keep building. Right. He's getting more and more evidence against them. And red. I don't think he knows about the resurrection, but he knows something's up. Yeah. Then we reach a page with um, the director of HR for Orgus, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Stasis. That was kind of silly. I, well, all these, uh, all these info pages. I I hate when they have all the redacted stuff. Everything's like blacked out, and you really it doesn't make sense what you're reading. It just made no. They sense. They want you to get the gist of it, and it's basically, you know, you guys aren't calling each other the right names. You're disrespecting your station. No, the not... first paragraph was talking about Project Polyphemus, which I. I think it said there the goal was to his eventual goal is to investigate the treehouse to see what actually is going on. Break breaking and entering. Breaking and entering into the treehouse. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, and then. But the thing is, there's nothing in the treehouse. I mean, other than uh, in terms of the resurrection protocols, yeah, bro, that's all in Krakoa. And then he had those PS PS PS. But if you. <laughs> If you're a doctor, to use the titles or... You know, you just know. basically call people what they want to be called. Right. Somebody says you're a doctor, you just call them doctor. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you graduated from. Right. <laughs> what your degrees are. But to call people by their titles. And then it ends with Fei Long. Fei Long is Fei... out in space. Fei Long had already started the process of, of changing his body so that he can go live on Mars. He was going to go, like, way back. He was in X-Men number one, way back, four issues ago. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> He was going to... Me. He modified his body so he can live on Mars. He's and still then he, then he's got mad because the X-Men went and changed it all up and made it so that they can live on Mars before he can get there. So they but terraformed the new, planet. But it's moot because he already knows that they already... Does he not know about Araco? Yeah, he found out the very first... So what one. is he trying to do? And he knows if he gets there that it's already taken over. He's so prepared. He? He's going to go there anyway. He's actually he's preparing. He's zapping himself with all kinds of rays. This In this episode, in this episode, in this yeah. issue, no, it, it was... <laughs> in this issue, Ruby it was Ruby... Infusion, which is like totally what Cyclops... What are they? Optic blast? It's just what he wears to keep his blasts from leaving his face. But he's zapping himself with, the, with that through... He's having rays or gamma, some kind of radiation, come through the ruby quartz and affect him. Like he's he's zapping his body full of all kinds of energy, so he can be prepared for whatever happens on Mars. Wow. Yeah, there was no. That he's was that's all him. Himself. Yes. Well, I thought he was talking to someone. Well, maybe he's recording it. Maybe there's somebody listening to him. But right he's now, he's that. the only one that makes an appearance at the station. Video diaries. He's recording. So it's it's just him. All right. <laughs> That's it. That was issue number four. We'll see. 
Phelong. I'm interested it's in that guy. If he finally makes it to Rocco with all his... <laughs> with all his zap powers. Right. She ready. She ready for... She that. ready. <laughs> well, sadly, we've reached the end of our podcast episode. Aww. But, before we leave, we have an announcement. We're doing another Comic-Con. And it's happening next weekend. Baltimore Comic-Con. That's right. We'll October 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. So it'll be next weekend down in Baltimore. We'll be in table D37. So come out. If you're in the area, come check Say us out. Say hi. Come hang out. Yeah. And we'll be there with all our stuff. Magnets, we got posters, print, that stickers. Sticker. Yes, <laughs> that sticker. So, hopefully, we can see you all next weekend. Um, Baltimore is always fun, it's always a lot going on. It's a really on. good show. Yeah. So, if you guys are in the area, definitely make the time. Yeah. And then, if you have any other questions or anything, you want to shoot us an email at ragegearstudios at gmail.com. Or through our social media. Instagram at Rage Gear Studios. Twitter at Rage Gear Studios. Facebook. Facebook at Facebook.com slash Rage Gear Studios. Yes. All of that. So, till next time, guys. Be safe. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.